Morning, GBC. I'm Maverick. And I'm Jake. And I'm Brett. Yep, that's right. We have our first ever special guest, and special you are. Isn't that right, Brett? Uh, Of course. (laughs) So we have our children's minister here with us, and uh, today, I guess this week, you're going to be kind of the topic. You might join in on some other topics, but today you are the topic. So we don't really have a question uh, per se, but I guess... Or we don't have a question for Jake, I guess. But I, I guess the question for today is, Brett, just like, who are you? Well, I'm Brett. Um, I've been at Georgetown since I was three. My parents started coming here back when we still had church in the chapel. Um, yeah. Yay, chapel. Um, and I've been a part of Georgetown since since then. I was saved when I was nine. Uh, my dad was actually going through a um, faith training when all the letters stand for something, F-A-I-T-H, if you ask me what they stand for, I'm going to tell you I don't remember. But, <laughs> but, um, and it was basically how to share the gospel with somebody. And so he had been working on me. Hey, do you know Jesus? Do you know him in your heart? Do you know Jesus? Do you know him in your heart? And uh, whenever I, uh, we were on our way back from lunch one day and he just kept on, do you, and it was after church. And um, finally I was like, okay. What is, what is this? Well, like, I already know about Jesus. Why do I need him in my heart? And he just, he laid it all out for me. And he told me like, why it's so important to have Jesus. What does that mean for me um, in my walk with him? And what does a walk with Jesus look like? And uh, I was saved and actually baptized here in the chapel. And yeah, and I was here until 2015 and I got married to Matthew and uh, Matthew and I moved to Daisy and we were there for two years and then We've been back here since twenty, the end of twenty seventeen. So, and you've been the children's ministers, like the Georgetown Baptist children's minister, since when? Since uh, January twenty twenty one, I stepped in. Um, we were transitioning at that point, and um, I stepped in. I just showed up in the office, and because there wasn't anybody to do anything for children's ministry, so I just showed up and I started doing things and. Uh, a couple months later, they asked me, hey, do you want to be the interim? I said, sure. I mean, I'm already, I'm just, I'm here, might as well. And uh, then the spring of 2022, I think it was about March, um, the church voted me in as full-time. What's really cool about that is um, I was always, you know, really excited. And, you know, we kind of have have a history, <laughs> um, you know, like me as a kid and you in a youth role. And it was, it was super cool, like way before I even knew what Georgetown Church was. But you kind of like you you already said it. you stepped into this role and it was just it was so fun. And that's kind of where I was hoping it was heading. But, and, you know, I don't have much of a say. You know. And what was really cool was the church was so excited um, to have you on staff and to get you going. But what's even cooler and what, what I think is we were both like grew up in this church, you know, you know, baptized here the whole nine yards and now we get to be servants um, mm-hmm. for this church and so what what has been I, I don't know like some of your favorite moments um, of being just our children's minister I will have to say right now what comes to my mind is this past VBS when we were decorating uh, for VBS um, me and Angie Stevens were up on the lifts hanging stuff and and you know Jake came in and he was like this is surreal right now our very first children's minister and our current children's minister are decorating together for VBS working together. 
And uh, I remember when Angie Stevens became our children's minister. I was in children's ministry and we were, I remember her and Mandy Burns being in the in the children's building and giving it a facelift because it was all just solid white. And they painted murals in there and um, handprints and fingerprints of and thumbprints of all of our, uh, the kids that were in children's ministry in there. And, um, and then not only that, but being a part of all the events like VBS and kids camp and getting to see the kids get excited about Jesus and learn who Jesus is and what that means for them is pretty, pretty awesome. You know, one of the important parts of our church is our G-Town Kids ministry. Um, my wife and I have tried really hard to grow your ministry personally. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. As we currently have five children in your <laughs> ministry, uh, one that's about to be in youth here in about a month. But, um, you know, if for people that are listening to this that want to know more about G-Town Kids, kind of how we operate, what do we do on Wednesdays and Sundays, and what do people need to know about your ministry that you're in charge of? So G-Town Kids is really divided into two different um, groups. We have birth through fourth grade that we call G-Town Kids, and then we have um, Path 56, and that comes from Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Um, and so whenever we separate them, our Path 56 kids are, they're in an age group where they're not old enough to be youth, but they're too old to be kids. So back in, um, I guess it was about spring break of 2021, um, our children's uh, ministry kind of came together and decided, hey, what can we do to really love on them? And so we took the portable and we turned it around and we painted it and uh, fixed it up, added some new things in there. And uh, so that's been our Path 56 ministry. And then um, our G-Town kids, our birth through fourth grade, they meet in the children's building. So if you were to come on a Sunday, you would walk in um, to our children's building and you'd be greeted by several volunteers that we have a check-in system that you can plug in your name or your phone number on the iPad, and it prints off a sticker for your kid. And then we have uh, an awesome lady um, named Teresa, or Holy Water, as she's known by some people. Uh, so she'll take your your child to the class just to keep our, our building safe, you know. Um, same thing for Path 56. They go out to the back portable that's behind the FLC, and they do that on Sundays and Wednesdays. That's their own special place just for them um, that they don't have to be like worried about stepping on another kid and, and they're getting the gospel um, presented to them on their level mm -hmm. um, in their, um, in their element. Um, Wednesday nights are a little different for um, G-Town kids. We don't, um, we kind of separate them by class, but we start off with feeding them. Um, we've learned that once you put something in their belly, they're a lot more ready to listen <laughs> say what we, <laughs> to what we have to say. So um, we feed them, and then um, each Wednesday of the month is catered to a specific theme. So the first Wednesday of the month is Bible drills, and we've been doing scavenger hunts. So we'll give um, a topic of the Bible or a person of the Bible, and then we have questions, and the kids have to learn how to use their Bible to find um, where, where, that, where the answers are. Um, the second Wednesday is uh, science, and so we'll do some sort of experiment um, that relates to the Bible, kind of bringing science and, and Jesus together. Um, then the third Wednesday night is worship. And so we'll have a worship time and it'll be just like Sundays. Mm -hmm. um, they'll come into the gym. We'll sing some songs. Uh, we'll have a message. We'll sing another song. We'll kind of give a, an altar call of some sort. Um, and then we're dismissed. And then the last Wednesday is usually usually a fun Wednesday. Um, we'll try to do something, um, games, high energy, something, you know, just change it up, something different. Mm -hmm. um, and then we'll throw in missions in there too. So um Every now and then we'll do, we've done the resale barn. Um, we've done family promise. Um, we've done Bethel house of hope, uh, the orphanage. And so 
different things like that um, is what we try to cater each Wednesday night to. So it's not the same thing every night. Yeah, no, that's super awesome. Um, Just real quick on Path 56, why kids ministry is the backbone of youth ministry. And I've always thought that. It's it's crazy to see that Path 56 is one of our newest ministries and just how much that has impacted them and the the them going into youth of just being really, really prepared. It's awesome. And they do have probably the coolest looking <laughs> building on our campus. So it is pretty cool. Uh, it, it is pretty sick. So uh, that's a lot. Um, how, how do you do all that? You know, a different theme, you know, each night, you know. Well, I don't. I don't do all that. I have um, a team and I cannot do anything without my team. Um, there's uh, six of us ladies, well, seven, including me, that we meet um, playing this summer, they were actually the biggest help to me. I was able to go to camp, do VBS, actually be gone for a little bit. And they, it, it, children's ministry didn't miss a beat. They were they stepped up. They were calling people, texting people, making sure the show carried on. And um, they are just, it's not just me. It, it's a whole team of people. And yeah. So if somebody wants to volunteer in the G-Town Kids Ministry or Path 56, we're not in a situation where no one can serve because we don't have enough volunteers. Oh, we have. We are always, always, always needing volunteers. Wednesday nights um, there at the beginning of the summer was a little slow just because everybody's traveling, you know. Um, but especially during the school year, we'll have anywhere from sixty to seventy-five kids um, it, on a Wednesday night, and it. I will never tell you. Oh yeah, I have enough volunteers because there's no way I will never have enough volunteers. But I would love, love more help, and. uh any like if you I need people that can stay in the nursery with babies to people willing to hang out with a bunch of preteens who are loud and obnoxious half the time so I mean anywhere in between oh, that's awesome well you know Brett one thing that I appreciate about you is while we have a lot of people that volunteer in children's ministry um, it truly takes a calling to be a minister to have a calling on your life in you know, I watch you speak to our children. Um, you're you're like this hummingbird feeder for children. You know, you walk into the room and you you love them and you talk to them, um, and you set that tone for the rest of our church. Uh, and I know you influence me as a minister, and and makes me want to be a better uh, minister to my children, right? Um, but as far as who you are called to be as a children's minister, and and even just as a Christian. What motivates you on a daily basis to to serve Jesus? Okay. Um, whenever we first, when I first stepped into this uh, role, I wasn't actually in this role. I was in, I was the children's minister assistant. And so I got to watch um, a lot of really great leaders um, come through here and um, just be servants and be obedient to God and um they really taught me to listen to or how to listen to to that calling and how to be obedient to that. And um, I got to watch how they did things, how they were beneficial. Um, and specifically, what what is out of the ways that they have um, taught and the ways that they have led with um, like Tria Heaton, for example, she wanted kids to know the Bible. She wanted them to know the word. And um, that was so impactful for me because at the time I wasn't inter- like I not that I wasn't interested, but I wasn't um, I didn't know. I knew God wanted me to work with kids. It was evident. People have been telling me that 
you're just so good with kids. You're so good with kids. Even whenever I was a kid. I mean, wow, you're just so good with kids. And I was like, okay, well, I don't, I don't really like kids that much, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, Trio was like, no, you're going to come work with me. And whenever I we did that, I worked with under her for three years, and that was absolutely a blast. And uh, when I stepped into this role back in 2021, um, Teresa, she sat down with me. She gave me a booklet, and she was like, this this is what it means to be a children's minister. This is this this is like your cheat notes. She said, "So, why do you want to be? Why do you want this job? Do you want if you want to be in this position? Why do you want to be in this? Because if you just want to do this just because it's something that you're familiar with, you're not going to be successful." And she just really spoke some truth into me. And uh, so, I I spent probably that first two months that I was in the office going through and just just pray like going through the stuff curriculum. God, what, what am I looking at? What, what, what do you want from me here? And, um, it was very evident that there was kids who, who, um, wanted me to teach them, wanted, wanted to know what I knew about Jesus. And at first it was very, um, humbling. Cause I was like, Oh, oh I don't know where to find that in the Bible. I mean, I was a children's minister. Let's sing a song about it. I'm, I'm good with that. I don't, I don't know about, you know, finding specific things in the Bible. And so God was like, it, in my prayer time, it was very, you, they need the truth. They need you yeah. to teach them the truth. And you need to know the truth so that you can teach them the truth. And so um, that's been something that motivates me is what is the truth? And um, the story that God really got my attention with was the stereotypical Jonah and the whale. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a whale, it was a fish. And uh, so many people, you know, get that confused. And um, I was like, no, what this is? what is the truth? Because that's what I want you to teach. I want you to teach what is real what is true. And in that time I was thinking if I, if I hadn't been, if Teresa had not pushed me so hard on my prayer time and making time for prayer time and not just, you know, talking to him while I'm driving down the road, just giving specific time where I'm not focused on anything else, but specific to my prayer time, then I mean, would I have listened to that call? Would I have listened to him speaking to me? So that's kind of where I got that. No, that that's absolutely amazing. And, and to see you talk about that, I've already knew that to be true. One, I mean, yes, we work together and we, we share about what we're passionate about, but to see that, you know, we just got uh, back from Piney Woods camp and that camp speaks truth. And that's why you you feel led to, for us to go there. And, you know, that has a special place in my heart. And, but also the fact of just like, I, I get to see how you teach the kids and, and you're hundred percent right. It, it's straight truth. And, um, so I guess just a off the fly question is where where do you see children's ministry going from from here? Oh boy, um, <laughs> for me, I think children's ministry. I think if I'm obedient to what God's called on me, and if I um, encourage our volunteers to be obedient to what God has on their life, um, God's just going to handle that, and I'm just going to follow His lead. So, Amen, Amen. That's that's good. Um, yeah, do you have anything else, Jake? Well, I think it's important for parents to know that when we're dropping our children off to be taught about Jesus, that we we absolutely want our children to have fun. And we've shared this many times. Church is actually a fun place. Uh, but the number one priority is we want to raise our children to know Jesus, to make Jesus known. And um, our enemy is not, uh, he's not taking a break until our kids are old enough to learn that the world is evil. And Miss um, Brett, I, I just am so grateful to you and to our children's ministry 
that the focus is on the truth and and exposing these kids to the word of God and not simply on just entertaining them so adults can go to class and get away. I, I, I'm so grateful. And I speak for our parents when I say that is what we are we have desired as a family. And uh, we just appreciate you and everything you do. Thank you. I mean, I'll say it, she's my favorite minister oh, <laughs> at Georgetown. So, um, and I got to keep telling her that because, uh, you know, when me and Mal have a kid, you're going to have your hands full. So I remember like, when you were a kid. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> if they take after Mal, you'll be fine. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. But no, um, uh, so Georgetown, like um, this is Brett. I mean, as, as we all know her, but it's it's nice just to hear your heart and hear you talk about children's ministry to hear what God's laid on your heart, what your passion is. And it's just absolutely fantastic. So just like every podcast, if you have any more questions you want to ask Brett, please uh, ask Brett. She doesn't love coffee, but she'll, she'll go and she'll hang out get a tea, you know. Maybe a frappuccino. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So thank you, Brett, for being our first guest. And I look forward to this. And as you listen, like I said, if you have any more questions, just go find Brett, ask her, talk to her and, um, uh, dive more into what she's passionate about because it's awesome and it's encouraging to me and I know it's encouraging to Jake. But anyways, that's all we have. So uh, thank you so much for listening and we'll see you soon.